0: The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated.
1: So after 10 weeks, here we are. Welcome to the playoffs. Now check your ego at the door. Leave that regular season record behind. Because from this moment on, it doesn't matter what you did. Because the slate is clean, but the stakes? The stakes are higher. The road to a district championship requires more. It requires you to push harder, move faster, and play smarter. It requires every ounce of heart you have. It requires you to sacrifice for something bigger than yourself. It requires that student section to be louder than they ever have been before. And it requires you to defend your home field or ruin someone else's. Because this is the playoffs, and the playoffs are a whole new challenge. So are you ready? The multiple Newtown Tigers are ready. Ready for a rematch. Ready to go further. Ready for the jungle to roar in that student section. And ready... To make a run at a district championship. So, welcome to the playoffs. Welcome to the District 1 playoffs. Five, four,
2: three, two, one. It is a high kick. Carmen Christiana will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Christiana. This man hand off the foul. He's cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctors in the shotgun, trips to the far side, he's going to roll, it's going to be a, it's going to be intercepted by Dino Camillo. pistol formation, it's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff, off the left side, chopping his feet, he finds the corner, he's going to be in for a Tiger, touchdown from 20 yards out. Over one-yard line, Paoletti under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one. It's going to be Paoletti shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Sintina, and he flies into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! For them to ask you, you Kyle know. Letty's going to take the snap And he's going to run to the outside And he is just going to heave it to the end zone And Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown yeah. Three wide receiver set McDermott looking down the field McEwen plays and is intercepted by the Tigers Going down the sidelines and he is gonna be tackled at the forty-three yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see?
0: That is number eighty-six, Ryan Schneider. What a
2: penalty comes out going down the sideline. Has a
0: touchdown in the corner for I That's
2: the play of action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted, none other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game not just going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going
3: to roll in the pocket. And coming up for a second sack of the season is Noah Turner.
1: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Town Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the 2016 District 1 Football Playoffs is brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Berman's Medical Supplies, Century 21 Alliances Sandra McCulley, the Delaware County Daily Times, DZO Mechanical, the Rothman Institute, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric Depentima, Larry O'Connor, and Jim Osman.
2: Good evening and welcome to Crozier Keystone Stadium located in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania for tonight's PIAA District 1-5A first round matchup between the Upper Moreland Golden Bears and your Marple Newtown Tigers. The Tigers are coming off a 33-14 victory over Strathaven to cap off their regular season with a share of the Central League title. At the top of the standings with a 9-1 record, Coach Gicking's squad is captured a number three seed in the playoffs. Marple Newtown's offense has been lethal with quarterback Anthony Paoletti and sophomore running back Marlon Weathers, who has come on as of late. The tailback rushed the ball 26 times for 257 yards and a pair of Tiger touchdowns in the regular season finale, one of which was from 94 yards out. This balanced attack keeps opposing defenses on their heels. Standing on the opposing sidelines this Friday night are the 14th-ranked Golden Bears with veteran quarterback Casey Decker running the show. Last season, Upper Moreland managed to sneak past the Tigers at home 28-20 to to advance to the District 1 championship. Now in 2016, the Tigers hold home field advantage and will seek revenge tonight. We have a full crew at your disposal tonight. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, and executive producer Jim Alzman. I'm Dave the and we are live for this PIAA District 1 5A matchup. Steve, there are plenty of storylines in this playoff matchup we have tonight.
4: But most importantly, welcome to the postseason for the first time since 2011 at home. Yeah, it's a great time to be in the postseason every time you get a chance, but especially at home in front of your home crowd, in your home booth. Uh, you know, you can't you can't beat it. But, uh, again, you said a rematch of last year's uh, semifinal matchup, uh, which was then the 3A District 1 uh, semifinals. We're now in the 5A. Whole classification's moved around. But Maupin-Newtown's ready to go tonight. I'm sure Upper Moreland is too. And it's going to be a good matchup. Plenty of storylines. Upper Moreland has a quarterback
2: of their own in Casey Decker. But most importantly, Anthony Paletti continues to lead the county in passing yards and be a lethal quarterback.
4: Yeah, as you said, he leads the county, leads the Central League in passing yards. He's with 2,229 yards to go along. There's 21 touchdowns, seven to add on to those 21 passing yards, seven rushing touchdowns. He's been a threat all year long. He was injured a little bit. He's back to full strength. Uh, we saw him last week run the ball. We haven't seen that in a couple of weeks, so. He, he can do it from every different angle, but that arm is lethal, and those D-backs have to watch out tonight of Upper Moreland.
2: This is a unique matchup. Upper Moreland and Marple Newtown have only squared off three times. They did indeed lose last season 28-20, to but in favor all-time, 2-1. and one.
4: Yeah, and talk about the playoff record. Marple Newtown is 1-4 all-time in the playoffs with two home playoff games. Haven't won a game at home in front of their home crowd. Back in 06, their first playoff appearance ever, and back in '11 against Strathaven. But they're one and one under Coach Chicken. Now one winning coming last year against Potsgrove at Potsgrove and then we talked about a 28 to 20, very close victory. Marpleview had the lead going into half, and but to tell you the truth, it's a whole new year. Both teams lost key players. Rodney Morgan, a running back for Upper, upper Moreland, went on to graduate. They rebounded, not. You know, ten and three last year, five five this year, it doesn't matter. They gotten in the dance, it's a whole new season. Mark Newtown, we talked about how were they going to rebuild after last year losing all those seniors, sixteen seniors, right? Abel Hoff, Marcus Weathers, all those guys, they've done it very well and it's been on the shoulders of Anthony Paletti, Carmen Christiana, Cameron Mathis and others. Our man on this island has the luxury of
2: standing next to players like Paletti and Weathers is Eric De Pentima, and welcome to the playoffs.
5: Yeah, it's, it's great to be back. And, and like you guys said, it's really great to be back at home. Last year, we made the trek up to Potts Grove, which was a far drive. It was a cold night. And, you know, we were broadcasting outside in the stands. So this is a lot better to be here in front of our home crowd. Should be a good game, revenge. And an interesting thing, last year, the big matchup was Rodney Morgan from Upper Moreland versus Abel Hoff of Marple Newtown. This year, Casey Decker and Anthony Paoletti are the two guys and two big stars for each ball club tonight. Should be a great, great playoff game tonight here. It
4: is a little chilly, Steve, but it is playoff fever here in Crozier-Keystone Stadium. Yeah, it finally feels like November. November 4th, it was a little hot this week, but uh, it's probably around the low 50s tonight, and we're ready for some playoff action. About 6.49 to go, 11 minutes till kickoff. But I know both these teams, they exchanged film at the beginning of the week, uh, I was at the Temple game with Coach Gicking uh, last week on Saturday. He was waiting to get our opponent. They started. He was texting the coach, switching film. So right. both these coaches have been watching a lot of film. These teams are ready to go, and it's going to be an exciting matchup tonight in front of this Marple Newtown and Upper Moreland crowd.
2: The Tigers are making their way down towards the field. Before that, Steve, last week Marlon Weathers truly put the team on his back. 257 yards, two touchdowns. To complement a
4: quarterback, uh, complement a player like the quarterback in Paoletti? Yeah, well, we saw Paoletti the first about six games of the year dominate, and we didn't really see a running game. And then we saw against Haverford that first game, game eight of the year, Montrellers took off over 150 passing uh, rushing yards. And then last week, 257 yards. He has 900 for the year, along with 11 touchdowns. Again, we talked about that 94-yard run last week in the third quarter. I mean, it's good to see they're balanced. Uh, they're averaging 375 yards a game, very balanced, as I said, in 33 points a game. So this is a lethal offense that can hit you from any side. Great receivers, great backs, and the offensive line is going to be the key tonight, though. You mentioned the offense, Steve, but you have to
2: talk about the defense. Cooper Moss has been a force to be reckoned with. 28-and-a-half tackles for a
4: loss, and then in the secondary, Carmen Christiana, four interceptions. Uh, Carmen Christiana and Cooper Moss have been the leaders, both seniors. Carmen is a captain, but Carmen on both sides of the ball. Four touchdowns on offense, 318 receiving yards. He's a great returner in the punt and kick return game. And then on defense, three forced, fumble, forced fumbles, four interceptions. You talked about the stats of Moss. He lives in the backfield. He has to cause a lot of disruption in the backfield for Casey Decker. They like to roll out. They like to run jet, um, tosses. He has to live in the backfield tonight to dominate this ballgame and give Marple Newtown a chance to win this game.
2: Decker is the starting quarterback for Upper Moreland. He is a senior, and he pretty much runs the show. They do everything from those jet sweeps to four wide receiver spreads, and he'll be looking to give the ball to number four, Sterling Barr. Other players to keep an eye on, number three, Cole Kitchen. He's a wide receiver on the outside. They do have a good kicker, a veteran kicker, and number seven, Randy Meal. But, Eric, what is one of the keys to the game?
5: You know, I think Steve alluded to this earlier, but for me, the biggest key is which team wants to establish the run game. Um, we we, We know both teams have pretty solid quarterbacks. Our guy, Paoletti, set some records this year. Casey Decker is a veteran made some critical plays last season to beat us last year with his arm, with his legs. Um, We know that. But tonight, which team wants to establish the run game? Marlon Weathers has been quite inconsistent this year. Last week he was great versus Haverford he was great. Which Marlon Weathers are we going to see? And for Upper Moreland, Sterling Barr, he's small, but he's elusive and he's dangerous. We will see which team establishes the run game early. And I think whichever team does will win this game tonight.
2: Marple Newtown takes the field, and Steve, we were
4: talking about before. I have some new pants going on, bright orange. Yeah, they got the Tiger logo on it. First time revealed this season for the playoffs, so it's kind of old-school luck if you were a part of the program back in the 80s um, towards the beginning of Coach Jim Smith's career here at Marple. But, uh, yeah, there's orange pants, orange helmets, so a new look. If you haven't been around the program in a while, uh, it's you know, pretty cool sight. Couldn't agree
2: more. Who is one player you're keeping an eye on tonight, Steve, for the Golden Bears?
4: Well, I think Eric uh, alluded to both of them. Uh, Barr, uh, Sterling Barr Jr., he had a kick return last week, so he will hurt you in on an offense, but in the return game as well. Mar Newtown, we saw at the beginning of the year, had trouble right. covering kicks. That was about first two and a half games. From there on out, they had no trouble. Guys have been flying down the ball, Riley, Fillman, Kyle Tobin have been all over the field. So hopefully they don't go back to those issues, but Barr, you have to keep an eye on and then Decker, a, a very uh, savvy quarterback. He hurt us last year in the passing game when he needed to when Morgan uh, was getting stopped. But, you know, there was two guys that Eric talked about. But number 66, Jacob Villanueva, 6'4", 280. He's a big guy, left tackle, plays some defense. So Marlborough Newtown's offensive line has to hold him in check to, again, as Eric said, establish a run game. We're going to step aside real quick as Upper Moreland takes the field. They're wearing all-white uniforms and
2: purple helmets. Coming back next, we're going to have the coin toss ready for you in addition to our keys to the game right before. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers' radio network.
1: Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com.
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
2: Welcome back. As Marple Newtown's captains go towards midfield, they have number 16, Cameron Mathis, the quarterback, Anthony Paoletti, and Carmen Christiana. Not dressed tonight is the big fella, Luke Lazowicky. Our head official, Bob Scatina Out for the Golden Bears, number 14 is their quarterback, Casey Decker. Number 66, Jacob Villanueva. Out tonight is Nick Pagano, and they do have one more before I can see him. Two captains, though, Steve, not dressed for the Golden Bears. That's not good.
4: Yeah, I did hear they had some injuries this year that could have easily been 7-3. Two games could have went in their favor. But 5-5 five and five this year, uh, they've been doing a great job to get into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. They squeaked in last year. Uh, they were 10-3, and three, lost in the district title game, which we did against Academy Park. Uh, But Adam Beach in his 11th season as head coach at Upper Moreland is ready to go for another playoff run.
2: Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer Golden Bears will come out first. We're going to step aside for the playing of the national anthem. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Tigers Radio Network.
1: If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marble Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is
2: 610-359-8454. Welcome back, Kroger Keystone Stadium it is rocking. But Steve, I just want to point out real quick key to the game: play smart, turnovers, penalties. Must take care of the ball in the postseason.
4: Without it, without a doubt, Dave. Uh, Marple Newtown plus five in the turnover battle this year. That will get you a nine and one record in a home playoff game. So if they, they got to keep that up tonight, cannot put the ball on the turf. Got to play smart football and control the line of scrimmage.
2: And the kick this away for the Tigers is Civerdelli, number thirty-three. Real quick, another key to the game will be special teams for both squads.
4: Talked about Barr had a kick return last week against Upper Dublin to tie it up seven-seven early before Upper Dublin was able to pull away. But this Upper Dublin team or this Upper Moreland team, five and five. Don't be fooled by the record. This is a good football team. With a veteran quarterback in Decker.
2: Like you said, Steve. They have a running back in Barr that can return it. And he is indeed back there. Number four, Barr. He's alongside number three, Cole Kitchen. They are standing on their own five-yard line. Civerdelli gets the signal. And postseason play is underway. It is a high-booming kick. Returnable by Kitchen from the four-yard line. He's going to go up the gut, and he's still on his feet. He's going to elude one tackler and be down at the 25.
4: Oh, that's a decent field position for Decker in this offensive start. of The Golden Bears and Marlboro Town will start on defense.
2: And on the tackle for the Tigers was number 18, Kevin Marone. So out goes Casey Decker for the Golden Bears. Ball is spotted at the 25. First down and 10. 11.53 on the clock to begin this drive.
4: And Upper Moreland Wolves throw a lot of stuff out. Under center in the shotgun. on the run. Jet tosses, go in jet motion, um, but they like that screen pass as well. Decker under center. Two wide receivers to the near side.
2: It's going to be a hand off the bar up the gut, and he is going to be stuffed, met
4: by at least two or three Tigers. Looked like Cooper Moss there. Unblocked, squeezed down, and made the tackle. On bar, so as we talked about, Cooper Moss has to have a great game today. This one wasn't for a loss, which was so co- common to him, si- seeing him do, but just for a two-yard gain. Good job up front by the Tigers.
2: Bar goes for two, setting up second down in eight for Upper Moreland. Becker comes out under center once again. Two running backs in the backfield. It's going to be a play action. Nearly sacked and is thrown to the kitchen over the top of Maroon. He's going to have enough for uh, Golden Bear first down.
4: Good pressure there by Miller and Tobin. That was a nice a touch pass, lollipop pass to um, number three, Cole Kitchen. And he does a good job of hauling that in. Just over the reach of Dash Dolgaren. It looked like he almost was going to get it, but uh, good job there by the Golden Bears offense, and just to let you know, number 21, Jack Fowles, he's getting a start at defensive tackle tonight for the Tigers. Kitchen reels in a
2: 10-yard reception, ball spotted at the 37, first down and 10. Decker's going to pitch at the bar on the outside, he's going to dance, he's got a running lane, he's still on his feet, he's past
4: midfield. He's a quick, shifty runner, he just goes right up the middle there, makes a few cuts and picks up the first down, he's quick, Rodney Morgan, more of a big back, had some speed, but uh, Barr, he, he's smaller, only weighing in at 149 pounds. That listed a 5'8", so he can hide behind some uh, alignment there and get going. That's what he did there, first down for Upper Moreland. 14-yard gain for Barr. Ball is spotted at
2: Marple Newtown's 49-yard line. Clock is ticking. As the Bears are going down the field, they have trick formation to the far side. It's going to be an option. Pitch to the bar to the outside. He has a running lane and be knocked out of bounds at the 44-yard line by Carmen Christiana.
4: He goes that option to the right side towards the upper Moreland sideline. Bar or I'm sorry, Decker does a good job of reading the defensive end outside linebacker. Pitches it last second and gets to the bar outside. He's finally brought out of bounds with a big hit by Carmen Christiana.
2: So we've seen the playbook already open up, Steve. A timeout on the field by the official. We're going to keep it here real quick. But, Steve, we've seen the playbook wide open for Upper Mullion already. Unlike last year, they went power-eye. We're going to
4: smash you right up the gut. Yeah, I and mean, again, we covered two games, one against Marple Newtown, one against Academy Park, two top teams um, in 3A. And, and they just ran the ball. They Power-eye, as you said. But they will keep you balanced. We saw a couple passes already and that pitch play outside to Bar, But, again, got to get Bar in the open field outside, and that's what they did there. Eric, what's going on along the sidelines?
5: It looked like um, they were trying to spot the ball, and then they did. But, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I can't really tell from the sidelines what, uh, what's delaying them. But it looks like uh, the trainer was out to give them water, so it could have been a potential injury for Upper Moreland that they were treating right now.
2: Interesting. It looks like they're trying to
4: move the chain, Steve. Something wrong with the sticks? Yeah, it looks like there's a little knot out there on the sticks. (laughs) So already Uh delaying the game here in the first quarter.
2: Gives Marble Newtown's defense a chance to regroup as Upper Moreland's utilizes play action. They've gone down the field, and now uh, Sweet the outside. They're doing some damage early on.
4: Yeah, and that's what it was. <laughs> we're at like a five yards to go for a first down. There was a little knot there. I think I think the referee took out his key and then fried it out. <laughs> so we're good to go now.
2: Second down and five for Marple Newtown's 44-yard line for quarterback Casey Decker.
4: Marple Newtown's defense has to settle down here.
2: Decker comes out. Shotgun formation trips to the near side. He's going to look right. Then he's going to come back to his left. It is in and out of the hands of Kitchen. Number 54 was able to break it up. Good job by Tommy Long.
4: Tommy Long coming in and just hits Kitchen in the back. That's a backbreaker play right there. I mean, it was a little high throw by Decker, but Kitchen should have had it. But it was just a great hit and great play on the ball by Tommy Long. Brings up a big third down and five. We might be in four down territory here. Clock
2: halted at 10:13. Exactly, Steve. This might be four-down territory. They're down in five from the 44. Decker under center. Eye formation. Two wide receivers sitting near side. It's going to be a off The bar he's met in the backfield. Cooper Moss initially hit him. Stays on his feet. is able to gain one or two yards.
4: Down to a 41. So it's going to be fourth down and reasonable. There's Cooper Moss. Gets in the backfield. Couldn't wrap him up, but he slowed up bar. Just what you want to do. And a few other Tiger defenders comes in and makes a play. And it looks like Decker's going to stay on the field. We'll see what Upper Boren decides to do. I think in a situation like this on the road, why not go for it?
2: Fourth down and three from the 42 yard line. Head coach Adam Beach in his 16th year decides to go eye formation, handed the bar, and he is
4: tripped up in the backfield by Cooper Moss. Let's go. Cooper Moss is shooting a the gap there. Oh, Going went with two backs, Moss. offset eye there. They go to the right side, and he is stopped short. Great job by this defense. We've seen it all year. Ben, but don't break mentality. And he has a great job there coming in. Marple Newtown's defense led by Harry kicking, settles down, gets the ball back to their playmakers on offense.
2: Barrow was able to gain one yard, not another. So Marple Newtown, turnover on downs. They will take over 932 here in the first quarter. Tied 0-0 as Marple Newtown comes out for their first possession. Spread formation. Paletti in the pistol. He's going to look to his left. He's going to go that way. It is intended for Riley Filman. Excuse me, that's Carmen Christiana along the outside incomplete.
4: Two guys were running some close routes, Christiana and Filman. Not sure who that ball was intended for, but it it looked like it was closer to Christiana, incomplete. And Bob is going to get right back on the ball, Dave. Ball's on
2: the 41 after the incomplete pass to Christiana. Second down and 10, four wide receivers. Pelé rolls to his right, and it looks like he's trying to throw the ball. Like a rocket, Steve, because that was nowhere near his intended target, number 16, Cameron Mathis.
4: Not a great way to start for your Newtown. Two incomplete passes trying to get the outside on those quick curl routes. But just two uh, short hop passes from Payoletti trying to get acclimated into this game.
2: He short hopped the first two, so he's 0 for 2 to begin this drive. Third down and 10 from the 41. Same formation. Tigers on the near side have Dolgarian in the slot. This time they move in that way. He's going to roll to his right, step up in the pocket, and he's just going to take off. Paoletti's not going to get the first down, though. Ball's going to be spotted down at the 47.
4: That's a great job there by the upper Moreland defense. Not to let Paoletti get loose there. And the offense is staying on the field here. So Paoletti rushes for six yards.
2: He does have seven rushing touchdowns on the season. His ankle looks fine to me, Steve.
4: And we'll see here. It's fourth and four. We'll see if the Tigers are trying to just draw them off sides.
2: Fourth down and four from the 47. Spread formation for He who's in the pistol. They try to get Upper Moreland to jump. They do not. Filming goes in motion to make a trip on the near side. They're trying to get him the jump, and it appears he almost got him. Filman goes in motion. It looks like Marple Newtown's just going to
4: have a delay of game, Steve. It looked like they almost got him to jump, though. Almost. They almost got the guy to jump. But great job by offense. Try to draw them all sides. Didn't work. You get the five-yard penalty, and you give uh, filmman some more time to punt. I like that, like that caller. Not to burn a timeout. You get the delay game, it doesn't hurt you, and you'll punt it away. So the ball's
2: backed up to the 42-yard line. Back to return for the Golden Bears is Kitchen and Bar. Punting this one away from Marple Newtown is Riley Fillman. Tigers are not ready, though, Steve. That's not a good sign.
4: Some confusion there, but you got two dangerous returners out there. you got to cover this kick. Clean snap. Fillman boots. It is a beauty.
2: Backing up all the way back into the end zone. What a boot by Fillman.
4: Almost was able to pin him inside the 10, but... That ball slightly just rolls into the end zone. It's going to be a touchback, so Marper Newtown, both teams stall on offense. Marper Newtown goes three and out. Upper Morning picks up two first downs with it, then stalls, and they'll get the ball back. Their second drive will begin 8:19 here in the first quarter.
2: They'll put the ball in the 20 after Philman booted it into the end zone. Second drive for the Golden Bears. Paoletti on that drive was 0 for 2, but he did rush for 6 yards. Trip formation to the far side. Decker's under center. He's going to look to his right. It's going to be screen pass intended for a bar. It goes in and out of his hands.
4: And They're going to call that a fumble. They're going to spot that a couple yards back. So luckily for Upper Morgan, that ball sat out of bounds. So it's going to be a backwards lateral. No, nah,
2: they still spotted on the 20, though, Steve.
4: So they're going to call it incomplete pass. Okay. His signal was uh, was over his head. Didn't look like an incomplete signal. Nonetheless, second down and ten.
2: Ball is still on the twenty after the incomplete pass. The bar. Golden Bears come out. Two wide receivers on the near side. Decker under center. He's got two backs down behind him. Is Bar. And that's where he's going to go up the gut. And he is going to be met by three tigers. Excuse me, that was number 24
4: in the carry. Caleb Meade. Yeah, so they have mixing it up. Yeah, they got Barr, Kitchen, and Meade. they all get the ball in the backfield as well as Decker. He can run if he needs to. Uh, but right there, A.J. Katrakatsis, number 57, the sophomore, comes in and makes a tackle there. He's got 37 on the year to go along with one interception. Which came in that Harford game at a critical time. So good job there by Katrakatis. And this is a Marbury Town defense only letting off 5.7 points a game this season.
2: So mean Knights his way for three yards, setting up third down and seven. 7.30 here in the first quarter, tied 0-0. Shotgun formation for Decker, and w- rolls to his right. He's looking down the field. Nobody's home, and he is just going to throw it out of bounds. And they're going to throw a late flag out of bounds. It could be a potential late hit against the Tigers. Or intentional grounding? We're going to see here, Steve.
5: Eric? Yeah, I would say it's probably a late hit. No, intentional grounding. Intentional Prefer- grounding. Wow. I thought he was interesting.
2: It looked like he was just trying to throw the ball away, but he was right. out of bounds. So it could have went either way. He had to be yeah. along that sideline.
5: Well, that plays in favor of Marple. All right.
4: That, that is an interesting call there, Eric and Dave, because there was a receiver going towards the sideline. He was clearly out of the box, but... Maybe he just threw it out of that. You know, that's a high school rule. A little different than college and NFL. but. Uh,
2: so it I mean, backs nice. him up 10 yards, correct, Steve, or where he threw the ball? That's it, the way it looks like. Because. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty. Okay. So it is a 10-yard ba- penalty after the three-yard gain. It and backs him up to the 13. And it's a loss of down. So fourth down and 17. Clock halted at 7.22. Marple Newtown looking to obtain their second possession. Back to return is Carmen Christiana standing at their own 45-yard line. Randy Neal in the punt away for the Golden Bears. His first trip tonight. Marple Newton only brings two. Nearly blocked, though. It's going to be returnable from the 46-yard line for Carmen Christiana. He returned one for a touchdown last year. He makes one man miss. He's going to be stacked up at the 35-yard line. Good field position for the Tigers.
4: <laughs> One of the best kicker re- punt returns I've ever seen in any level was last year when he ran in the traffic and took that to the house. It's on the intro. Yes, in a very critical time. That's our opening play in the intro. It's a great call by you, Dave. But right there, good job by Christiana. Shorehands picks up about twenty, uh, about 15 yards there on the return and gives Excellent field position. Bale Eddie comes out
2: 7-10 here in the first quarter. Four wide receivers once again. This time, they're going to run an option, and it goes to
4: Weathers. He's just going to lower his shoulder, and he's going to be met at the 32. That little read option there, Dave. He goes off tackle to the right side. Gain of three for Weathers after coming off a
2: 257-yard performance last week against Strathaven.
4: I like this. Marple Newtown going no huddle here.
2: Ball's at the 32. Pistol. Same formation. This time, it's going to be a keeper. Weathers... Decides to lead block. Pale Eddie lowers his shoulder and gets down to the 24-yard line. Big Tony looks healthy and hungry.
4: Excellent decision there. The end crashes. That's what you're reading. Unblock the end. Tony takes it to the left side. Wide open there. A few defenders come up, but it's too late. As he runs them over. Picks up a first down for the Tigers. Excellent, excellent execution error by the quarterback.
2: Eight-yard game down to the 24. Same formation as the Tigers come out. Four spread in the pistol. Behind them is Weathers. He's going to read option. This time it's going to be a handoff up the gut to Weathers. He's going to weave his way down to the 20.
4: I like this. Get your offensive line pushing downhill. Establish that run game. Get them going. And then you can stop the passing game. But I like what they're doing here on the drive. Opposed to the first drive. Throwing it on both on play one and two. They're now establishing the run here. Second down and seven for the Tigers.
2: Correct. They move the ball back. It's going to be at the 21 now. Pelletti has trips to the near side. Handoff. It's going to be a read option. It goes to Weathers. He got a lane. He's going to make one man mess. He's still on his feet. And he is going to apply a stiff arm. Fumbles the ball. And Cameron Mathis picks it up. Tries to lunge for the end zone. But he's going to be down at the one.
4: Yeah, when he picked up, he was on his knee. So he's going to be down at the one. Fortunately, Cameron Mathis is able to hop on that. Mathis... Couldn't tell if his knee was down Nonetheless, the The beanie threw, so that is a fumble. And that is going to be down at the one yard. Fortunate for Marple Newtown after such an excellent run. That's what happens when you're fighting for those extra yards. Getting those yards after contact, you're going to get the ball punched out of you. He's got to be better at that. First down and
2: goal from the one after the 20-yard carry by Weathers. Heavy package. Paletti under center. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers who goes into the end zone. Marple Newtown
4: gets on the board. Wow. Yeah, that's that hog package. A bunch of line of scrimmage, double tight, hand it off to number five, and he goes into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Discussion. They think it
2: went to number six, Luke Cantwell. So he either went to Weathers or Cantwell into the end zone, but I thought it was Marlon Weathers. Marple Newtown in the kick. The extra point is Riley Philman out of a Carmen Christiana hole. Kick is up. The kick is good. Marple Newtown takes a 7 nothing lead here. 5.26 remaining in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
6: Bermans Medical Supplies specializes in neurological supplies, including catheters. Bermans offers top of the line products with discreet delivery. We deliver same-day to local residences and guarantee overnight shipping to anyone living outside of our delivery area. Our patient-centered customer service has established Berman's as one of the region's premier providers of urological supplies. For the medical supplies you need, when you need them, call toll-free at (laughs) 844-800-5777.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
2: Weathers ran into the end zone twice last week. This time, he finds his way into the end zone in the first quarter of
4: the playoff matchup. Drive was just a shade under two minutes for the Tigers. Side note here, this is the CBS Game of the Week, so make sure after the game you do check this out. Siverdelli boots this one away. It's returnable
2: from the one-yard line for Kitchen. He tucks it under and just plows his way, takes a few Tigers with him to about the 25-yard line.
4: Marbury Town strikes early, 5-17 to go in the first half. First quarter, 7 nothing on their second drive of the game. We'll see. When this defense does have a lead, they pin their ears back, and they go hard. And I was able to talk to Coach Willard, the defensive line coach, about the success of this defensive line and how it's carried this defense. And he, he said just that hard work, sacrifice, these guys lived in the weight room, and guys like Moss, Miller, Tobin, Rankin, Fellows, uh, and especially Coach Harry Kicking, uh, mm-hmm. you know, put these guys in the right position, have really excelled this defense, and it all starts up front with those front four.
2: First down and 10 from the 23-yard line for Decker, under center. He's going to hand it to Meade, who bounces it to the outside. He has some running room. He's going to be met by Carmen Christian, but not
4: before a Golden Bear first down. He's finally taken out by Christiana, as you said, Dave. But they saw some film. Strive Haven had some success last week on some counter plays, some belly plays outside in that wing T offense. So they're going to try to take advantage of that where they see some holes. And uh, they're right there to do a good job first down and ten. And going back to Coach Willard interview, mm-hmm. Cooper Moss is the outside linebacker up until this offseason. He selfishly <laughs> said, no, I'll put my hands in the dirt, I'll play D tackle, and from there on out, the rest is history. First down and ten from the 37. Decker on center, two wide receivers to the near side.
2: Man goes in motion. It's going to be a pitch to Bar on the outside, and he's able to get the corner, but nearly stripped out of his hands was Dolgarian on the play. He makes the tackle. He's able to get down to the 46, though.
4: Yeah, a little shift motion to the left side. They pitch it out the outside. They love that toss play to get Barr all 5'9", 150 pounds of him. But that speed kills, and he gets to the outside. But a good tackle there. Almost a forced fumble by Marlboro Newtown. And uh, it's going to be nine-yard gain. It's so a good job up front by the Upper Moreland offense.
2: Second down and one. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter. Marple Newtown leads 7 to nothing after a Weathers touchdown run. Shotgun formation. Decker looks to his left. It's going to be a short pass and 10 for 18 in and out of his hands. Ronnie
4: Pirelli. A big third down here. Good job by Luke Cantwell. And outside linebacker position comes up and makes a nice hit on Upper Moreland's receiver. But big third down here. If you stop them here, they're on their side of the field. They're going to have to punt this one away, so we'll see what they do. I expect them to go to bar all the way. Heavy package looks like it comes in as two wide receivers checked
2: out. Third down and one from their own 46-yard line. Full house backfield. Behind them is Bar and Company. It's going to be a pitch to bar on the outside, chasing him down, and he's going to get the corner to the first down and be pushed out of bounds by
4: Carmen Christiana. Love that play call. By Upper Moreland, you bunch them up, go double tight. Looks like you're coming up the middle. Marple Newtown gets fooled a little bit, and that ball goes outside the bar. Get your playmaker outside where he can use some speed. it doesn't need as many blockers, and he gets outside, gets a corner. Six-yard gain, first down for Upper Moreland.
2: That bend-don't-break mentality, Steve. That's what Marple Newtown's preached all season, but not before a six-yard gain. Ball spotted at the 48 for a first down for the Golden Bears. Come out. Decker under center, puts a man in motion for a jet sweep, and indeed it is. Bars trying to get the corner. Good job by Marble Newtown to blow up the play. Cooper and Moss
4: alongside Long. Yeah, Ma- Moss and Long made that play, but that play was made by number twelve Dash Dogarian. He was trying to try to get hooked on that jet sweep. He tried to reach. Tell you tell your offensive lineman to reach. This time was a reach left. Dol- Dolgarian keeps his outside arm free, strings that play all the way outside. Bar had nowhere to go. Finally has to cut it up and gets met immediately for a loss of one. Excellent, excellent job there by Dolgarian.
2: Another tackle for a loss for this Tiger defense. Second down and 11 as there's three minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Decker under center, two wide receivers. It's going to be a read option. It's going to be a keeper by Decker. And he's
4: going to weave his way down to the 40. Good keeper by him. Yeah, and it's a familiar play right there, a little midline read there. Look, that looked familiar from week 7's matchup against Ridley in that seventeen to fourteen tough loss. He a more on the first and only loss of the year. But Decker this time takes the bar and takes up himself up the middle. So a good eight yard gain there, third and three for the upper more Golden Bears. Like you said, see if that read option can be lethal. We'll see if Coach
2: Beach decides to utilize that later in this game. Third down and three from the 41. Three wide receivers for Decker. He's going to hand it off up the gut and be met by Cooper, Moss, and company.
4: Marple stops the Golden Bears rushing attack there. Big fourth down and three. We'll see what Upper Mornings decides to do. I would say probably four down territory again. But this time you got to try to get to the outside, get bar to the outside in some fashion, whether it's jet, swing pass, a toss, maybe even a rollout pass. But nonetheless, it is very hard to run up the middle on this Tiger defense, as you just saw there, Dave.
2: Fourth down and three after the bar carry goes for no gain. Eric's our man along the sidelines if this is a close spot. Becker comes out under center. Sort of like a wing team model offense. It's going to be a keeper by Decker. Marple Newtown is not
4: fooled. They're going to stop him on downs once again. I think he will They tried to do a QB sneak there to full Marple Newtown, and I think he lost that ball. Nonetheless, he didn't get past the marker, so whoever recovered it, it's going to be Marple's ball. Eric, was there a fumble on the play?
5: Yes, Decker coughed it up, but he was already two, three yards short of the first down, so it, like Steve said, it didn't matter, but he did fumble the ball. He lost it in the uh, trenches there.
2: Did you see a Marple Newtown or Upper Moreland recover? I mean, regardless. looked hey, Look, Decker did come up
4: out of the pile with it. Yeah. De-
5: yeah, Decker recovered it, but it was still short, according to the officials.
4: But I-, I believe on that fourth and three, Marple Newtown tried to cover the edge more, and there was an opening in the middle that Upper Moreland saw there, tried to take advantage. Would have been interesting if they got this clean snap there, if he would have picked it up. Nonetheless, Marple Newtown's ball. Marple Newtown takes
2: over. Balls on the 40. Weathers is gonna get the handoff and be met at the line of scrimmage for no gain as that play began at 131.
4: He's initially met by Bill Nueva, big number sixty-six and others. And that's gonna be for no gain. Bring up second down and ten for the Tiger offense. Third possession for the Tigers. They went three and out
2: on their first drive. Second drive started at the 35. It was capped off by a Weathers touchdown from the one-yard line. Second down and 10 from the 40. Clock is under a minute now. is going to look to his right. It's going to be a curl route. Blocked. Number 89 was able to swat it. 89's now on our roster from the head coach. So good be, job by 89.
4: Uh, he's, he's right after 86 on our roster. It's probably Timothy Khalil. Because it lists him at 6'5, and that guy. That guy's a big fella. Yeah, he looks all 6'5 of that, and uh, great job not being able to get to the quarterback. You're taught to put your hands up there. Great job there by Upper Moreland.
2: Incomplete pass, third down and 10. Paley's gonna heave it, and it is gonna be right down the sidelines and be caught right in his hands. What a catch along the
4: sidelines by number 16, Cameron Mathis. Wow! Yeah. Cameron Mathis has been doing it all year long with spectacular catches, whether he's batting them in the air and receiving them like that Haverford game or just coming down with spectacular catches down the sideline like that one. But good coverage there by Decker at cornerback. Safety help did come over. It did not matter. Beautifully placed ball by Paoletti to Cameron Mathis.
2: 35-yard gain, First down and 10 from the 25-yard line. Read options, main keeper by Paleetti who eludes two tacklers up the gut, but die forward for a gain
4: of two. Number 54, Robert Easley came busting through the line there, and last second Paoletti pulled that on the read option and picked up a few yards.
2: Clock is halted at 24 seconds as two Tigers, excuse me, that's both teams, their helmets got stuck together, Steve.
4: Imagine that they're trying to throw the helmet on the ground to loosen it up. So, already in the first quarter, we got chains that are stuck, we got helmets that are stuck. Uh, Score's not stuck.
2: So there is twenty-four seconds remaining. Most likely the last play of
4: the first quarter. Tigers on top, seven to nothing. Now I, now even but usually when your helmet comes, you have to come out of the game. But since both helmets are stuck, they're not going to enforce that rule there. So. Interesting.
2: Second down and eight. Under 20 seconds remaining. Spread formation for the Tigers. Paletti's in the pistol. Mangos in motion in Dolgarian to his right. It's going to be a swing pass to Dolgarian. He's got some room. He's on his feet. He's passed at 20, 15, 10. He's
4: down the sidelines, and he is going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Off the swing pass. Back judge looks for assurance from the line judge. He says yes. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Dolgarian gets a swing pass, excellent blocking outside by the receivers. These receivers do it all. They catch, but most importantly, they block. Beautifully placed ball in the swing pass by Paoletti. Dash, Dolgarian does the rest, crosses the goal line, 13 nothing. pending the film an extra point.
2: Dolgarian goes into the end zone from 23 yards out to give the Tigers a 13 to nothing lead right before the first quarter ends with one second remaining. In the kick, the extra point is Riley filming out of a Carmen Christiana hold. The kick is up. The kick is no good. Tigers on top, 13-0. To nothing. One second remaining until the end of the first. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
6: Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Century 21 Alliance agent Sandra McCully has 15 years of real estate experience and is a lifelong resident of Delaware County. Sandra is a multi-million dollar producer and a Century 21 Quality Service Award agent. Her three children are Strathaven graduates. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Call Sandra now to discuss your home buying or selling needs at 610-586-1300, extension 353.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
2: Welcome back. Bulgarian scores from 23 yards out to give the Tigers a 13 to nothing lead. 1.6 seconds remaining until the end of the first quarter. Kitchen and Bar back to return the Civerdelli kick. Verelli gets the signal, and he boots it. What a high-beaming kick. Right into the corner. Kitchen at the 5-yard line is going to be smacked down in and around the 25-yard line by Tobin. That will do it for the first quarter. Tigers have a commanding 13-0 lead scoring on their last two possessions. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
0: Wherever weights are racked. Rackets are swung.
2: To move is to live. And wherever you find bodies
7: in motion, you'll find people who've rebuilt their lives with the help of Rothman Institute.
0: Balls are pitched. Skates are laced. More bones repaired.
7: More joints replaced. Nobody in our region has done more for more bodies than Rothman.
0: Lawns are mowed. Swings are pushed.
7: So when you're ready to run again, ride again, move again, live again, think Rothman first. RothmanInstitute.com.
6: High school playoff football is almost here. HavenFootball.net will be bringing you all the playoff excitement by broadcasting one playoff game each week right up to the District 1 Championships. Playoffs start November 4th. Don't miss one minute of all the excitement and thrills of playoff football. Go to HavenFootball.net for dates and times of each broadcast. Our broadcasts will be available live and on our archives. HavenFootball.net. High school football never sounded so good.
2: Welcome back. Ball is spotted at the 24 yard line for Decker. First play of the second quarter. He's going to look a swing pass for Barry, trying to get the outside. He does not get it and be bottled up at the 25. It's going to be tackled by Cooper Moss.
4: Good job there, by Cooper, right, Cooper Moss. Comes in the backfield, but they're going to give him about a one yard gain. Second and nine for Upper Moreland. Trying to get something going. Down 13 nothing early here in the second quarter, Dave.
2: Second down and nine for Decker. I-formation, two wide receivers in the near side. In the slot is Kitchen. <laughs> and Marple Newtown appears to have jumped. Miller just gave himself up.
4: Yeah, Miller guessing the snap count there. Jumps, and that's going to be free 5 yards, second down. And four for Upper Moreland.
2: Both teams trying to utilize that count,
5: Eric. Yeah, we saw Paoletti try to draw them off sides earlier in the game. He almost did twice, but uh, Decker does a good job there. But you know what I was just going to say? So far through the first quarter, there's been a lot of discipline from both teams so far.
2: Big aspect as you head into the postseason. Ball's now at the thirty, second down and four. Same formation, I Two wide receivers near side. It's going to be a handoff to Meade, and he is going to be met at the line of scrimmage. See, so they lunge forward and give him the 31.
4: Upper has got to be careful not to get away from their game plan. They're not getting a lot of su- success up the middle, but there's times here and there where they are. So eventually, you keep on going at You're eventually going to break one, but it's important to get number four bar to the outside. And even Test Marper-Newtown in the passing game, they haven't done that yet. Just a couple short throws, but a big third down and three here that they need to convert on.
2: Right, as Meade goes for one, setting up third down and three. At their own 31-yard line, eye formation for Decker. It's going to pitch to the outside for Barr and be blown up in the backfield. Miller and Moss in on the play. They're going to have to punt this one away.
4: As Coach Lincoln runs down the sidelines in excitement. And that is that play was made by Mike Miller. He forced that inside. Barr wants to get to the outside, but Miller forced it inside, and Cooper Moss does the rest. Great job on third and three. That's a loss of three yards. Upper Moreland's going to have to punt this ball away once again.
2: Ball's at the 28. Carving Christian into return from Marple Newtown. Punting this one away for the second time this evening is Randy Meal. High snap. And is a line drive kick. It takes a Golden Bear bounce and keeps on rolling. It's going to be spotted down at the 25-yard line. What a good bounce and a good job by Meal to not panic.
4: Yeah, he, he did a good job there. Got a bad snap a little bit, but stayed cool. Didn't rush it, and it wasn't the best punt. It was a line drive knuckleball, but that's when you usually get a nice bounce, and they do there. So, uh, Marpanian is going to take over from their own 25-yard line.
2: Tigers come out for their fourth possession of the evening, 9:18 here in the second quarter. They are on top, 13 to nothing. First, a Weathers touchdown from one yard out, and then a swing pass to Dulgarian from 23. Pelletti is now on the pistol. Tread formation to the near side. It's going to be a fake and be a dump down, but it's going to be blocked down. I wasn't sure who knocked it down, though, Steve.
4: Yeah, we've got we two two six five defenders there for Upper Moreland. So one of them got their hands up. They tried to do a quick pass curl route in the middle of the field to Dash Garing, but the ball is blocked. And uh, good job there by Upper Moreland.
2: Now you can see there's an emphasis probably this week, Steve, if you're a defensive lineman, put your hands up. You're big. Marple Newtown likes to throw these swing passes and short curls. Incomplete pass. Second down and 10 for Marple Newtown at the 25. Philman goes in motion. It's a read option. It's hand handoff to Weathers. He has some running room, and he is going to weave his way down to about the 32-yard line.
4: He gets an extra two yards there, just pumping those legs, turning them forward, and he is brought down. For about a six-yard gain there, They're a big third down here for the Tigers offense. More point for the Upper, du- Upper Dublin's Dublin, excuse me, Upper Moreland's defense. Who want to try to get off this field? Down thirteen, nothing.
2: They mark the ball down at the thirty-two. Third down and four for the Tigers.
4: This is a Tigers offense that has outscored opponents two hundred and ten to thirty-three in the first half.
2: Trips formation for Paletti on the near side. Behind them is Weathers. In the slot is filming. He's going to look to his right, come back to his left. He's going down the field, underthrown, intended for Carmen Christiana, in and out of the hands of a defender in Kitchen. You don't see many of those this season.
4: Yeah, I mean, he had his guy beat, Christiana, and the ball was just underthrown. Uh, didn't get a good grip on it there, it seemed like, so... Uh, but good job. And if it was intercepted, it wouldn't have been the biggest deal because they're going to have to punt here anyway. But nonetheless, Philman's going to have to come in and punt this ball away at fourth and four.
2: Incomplete pass. Makes it fourth down and four from the 32. And a punt away for Marble Newtown is Riley Philman once again. Back to return is Kitchen and Bar. Kitchen on the near side. Bar on the far side. Clean snap for Philman. Takes his time. Boots this one. Get some hang time on this one. It's going to bounce and take a tiger bounce and keep on rolling. That's going to be in and around
4: the 16-yard line. Philman was down on the field there with Philman earlier in the game. Tobin was having some very clean snaps, and he was booting them spirals about 55, 60 yards every time he kicked them. So his leg is ready to go tonight. Um, in the punting game, and Marper Newtown's defense going to take over here with Upper Moreland pinned in their own territory. 51
2: yard punt for Philman. They spot the ball at the 17. They will take over here. 8.05 in the second quarter.
4: Upper Moreland team is one year removed from a 10 win season. Marper Newtown trying to get to 10 wins tonight, which will tie for the most wins in school history.
2: Trips formation on the far side for Decker, who under center. He's going to look that way for another screen pass for Bart, who's able to reel it in, and he's going to elude Delgarian and be knocked out of bounds once again by Carmen Christiana.
4: And there's a flag down. It's probably in the area of a hold on the edge. Didn't see anything else.
5: Eric? It looks like, well, I thought it, would be, it was holding on Upper Moreland, but Upper Moreland's offense was clapping, so... Possibly um, a late hit. Could be a late hit, but it looks like it could be on Marple because of uh, Upper Moreland celebrating there. But I could be wrong. Let's. let's yep. Personal face fail, mask. Face mask. Yeah, face mask.
2: So that's gonna back up and give Upper Moreland a free 15 yards.
4: That's that 15 yard variety there. You get the five yard when you just scrape it. You get the 15 yard when you hold on to it, and that's 15. So right one bar got that spot pass, tried to turn up the field. Looked like one of the Tiger defenders uh, held down the mask. So the
2: screen pass goes for three yards. He tack on the additional 15. First down and 10 for the Golden Bears. They come out. Three wide receivers on the near side. Defford goes in motion to Bars. A jet sweep. Marple Newtown not surprised. Bulgarians
4: able to throw him down. There you go, dash Dolgarian this time. Comes in, outside backer position, and sweeps up Barr Jr. there. So those two jet sweeps they ran have not been there because of the edge defense by Dolgarian. Another excellent job by him in this Tiger defense. Another tackle for a loss for Dolgarian. Loss of two
2: on the play. They back the ball up to the 33. Second down and 12 for the Golden Bears, who come out with 7.15 remaining here in the second quarter. Marple Newtown on top, 13 to nothing. I formation, Decker rolls to his left. He's looking down the field. And it is in and out of the hands of number 18 along the sidelines, Ronnie Pirelli, his second target of the night.
4: Just a little short there. He couldn't get that. bounce on the turf before it got to his hands. So incomplete, third down and long. Third and 12 to be exact, Dave. Scores from around the league. Shratheven is tied at 7
2: apiece with Upper Dublin. Springfield on top at the end of one. 21 to nothing over Pencrest. Third down and 12 for the Golden Bears. To come out, one wide receiver to the far side. Wing T-style formation. Me goes in motion. It's a fake jet sweep. Marple Newtown.
4: Tobin throws him down in the backfield. Wow. Nothing doing once again. That defensive line is coming ready to play tonight, Dave. Another tackle for a loss.
2: They're going to call it no gain. Wait, excuse me. They're at the 33. You're right, Steve. Another tackle for a loss. They're going to back it up to the 32.
4: That's about 60 on the year for this entire defense. Mostly coming from Moss, Tobin, Miller, and Rankin. And it's going to force a fourth down and 13 punt for Upper Moreland. Down 13. Back to return for
2: the Tigers is Dolgarian and Christiana. Punting it away is Randy Meal. Clean snap. Nearly blocked by Tobin. Beautiful kick. It's going to be returnable from the 25 for Carmen Christian. He's still on his feet. And he's going to go down the sideline. See where they mark it. There's a flag on the play. They're going to mark him down at the 47. So nearly a 20-yard pickup by the senior captain. Eric,
5: the flag? They're talking about it now. It looks like uh, possibly a block in the back on the return or a holding. Um Near the sidelines. Let's see what head referee has for us. Yeah, blocking the back on Marple. All right. Thank
2: you, Eric. So the blocking back. Another penalty, Steve, but your offense takes over. You'll take it.
4: All right. So, yeah, you'll take it. Ball is in your possession. A little over six minutes to go here. You get the ball to receive in the second half. So if Marple can tack on some extra points here. That'll be very good in their favor. Drive will begin here, 6:06 in the second quarter.
2: Beginning at the 36-yard line for Paleetti and the Tigers. Pistol formation. Hand off the weathers up the gut. He makes one man miss, but is not able to elude in big
4: number 51, Hunter Williams. And Weathers does not not want to go down. Refs are blowing whistles from every angle. He's a hard tackler to bring down. Not the biggest guy either. We're not talking, you know, Adrian Satin this size. But, uh, you know, he's got some size on him. 5'10", 165. You know. He's a sophomore. Exactly. And uh, But, he, you know, he runs like a bigger back. So, it's going to be bring up second down and seven for the Tigers.
2: Sophomore gains three on the play. Just past 5'30", on the clock. Paoletti in the pistol. Two wide receivers to the far side. It goes right back to Weathers up to go with a full head of steam. He's able to knife his way down to the 42-43 yard line.
4: And that's Eric's key to the game. Establish that run game. Auburn looks like they're doing it right now. Trying to get Weathers that ball again. Coming off that big performance, career performance, 257 yards, two touchdowns last week. And he's closing it on 1,000 yards this season. That goes for four. Third down and three here for Marple
2: Newtown. Pistol formation. Feed the beast. He goes right back to Weathers. Breaks it to the outside. He has a running lane. And finally tripped up at the 44-yard line. Number four in bar. In on the play. That could have prevented a touchdown.
4: Now the pistol formation. He goes off tackle to the right side. And it looks like that's behind right tackle. Right tackle. Anthony Goodman, this senior, has been doing an excellent job this year. And that's a big first down run across the 50 into Tiger territory. So Marple Newtown goes into Upper Moreland
2: territory. First down and 10 here at the 43-yard line of the Golden Bears. This time, Pelé rolls to his left and looking for Riley Philman. That has to be pass interference, Steve. He tackled him.
4: <laughs> he got hit right when that ball was coming to him. I, I will argue, not catchable, but if yeah, you, if you knock a player off his route, I mean, it wasn't like 10 yards over said. set. It was about maybe four yards out of his reach, but if he doesn't get bumped, he can lay out there. But interesting no call, and... Second down and 10 for the Tigers.
2: So Marple Newtown takes a shot towards the end zone. Incomplete pass for Paley. He does have a touchdown pass on the day and went to Dolgarian for 23 yards. Second down and 10 here. 43 yard line. Goes right back to Weathers. He makes a man miss in the backfield and is able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Good job by the sophomore running back.
4: Not many times you'll see Marlon Weathers get tackled in the backfield. So elusive, so good with his balance. And his body weight, he's able to uh, elude some defenders there. Even uh, a one-yard gain (laughs) is impressive for him.
2: Number 30, Billy McKenna was streaking right up and in the face of Weathers. He did like that juke move in that and Steve where he was just able to lunge forward and gain a yard. They're going to
4: take Weathers out, give him a little break there.
2: Third down and nine for the Tigers. Ball spotted down at the 42. Empty set. Three wide receivers on the near side. Paoletti, clean pocket. And he's going to roll to his right. Nobody's open. And now he's just going to heave it to the end zone. Intended for Carmen Christiana. Incomplete. They're letting him play on the outside.
4: They sure are. He had a hold of his jersey there. But it was in a position where the referee back judge could not see it. So it was a good play by the defensive back there. But fourth down and nine. Interesting call here. they will see what Coach Kicking decides to do up 13 points in Upper Moreland territory. I wouldn't
2: be shocked if Coach Kicking decides to take a timeout and talk it over. Clock's halted at 3.08. They're on top 13 to nothing. He decides to play it safe. They're going to try and pin him with Riley Philman. The
4: way your defense is playing, why not pin them? You still have three timeouts, three minutes to go, so possibly can get the ball back here and work your two minute offense. Back to return is Kitchen and the Bar.
2: Out of the and punt. Upper Moline looks like they're going for the block. Clean snap. It is a high kick. We we'll see if it takes a bounce out of bounds. And it just stops right at the nine yard line. What a punt by Philman once again.
4: Yeah, that ball just stops dead right at the nine, as you said. And that's where Carmen Christian is able to touch it. Upper Moreland will take over to 2.57 to go, Dave. Trying to put some points on the board, or at least flip field position, down 13 nothing. The Golden
2: Bears were having the ability to go to the outside early on, Steve. But it looks like Coach Kicking decided to have those edges really be prepared now.
4: And we've seen it all year. I mean... Teams will have some success on this Tigers defense in the first quarter, even first half sometimes, but Marble Newtown adjusts so well. Coach Harry Gicking and his team are able to adjust. They're very coachable, and we've seen it again. First half of that first quarter was, you know, it was starting to look like Upper Moore was having their way, but since then, Marble Newtown has been shutting them down.
2: They give the ball on the 10. It's a first down and 10 from the 10. Becker under center, two wide receivers on the far side. It's going to be a handoff the bar up the gut. And he's going to be met by a few Tigers. The ball
5: appears to be loose. Eric, was the ball loose? Yeah, it looked like it might have come out, but they're, they're ruling him down. Yeah, but it did, It was juggling, and it was coming out at the end of the play. But referees are all rolling him down, and it'll be up for more than ball right around the uh, 16.
2: Clock continues to run, 233, 232, 231 here in the second quarter after a six-yard game by Barr. Ball's at the 16 for Decker, who is under center. Two wide receivers on the far side. It's going to be a read option, and Decker is going to be met in the backfield. Miller was one of the Tigers on the play.
4: He was initially met by one defender, but then Miller swallows him up, the, up there, and nothing doing for Upper or more than in the run game. We'll see if Coach Hicking decides to burn a timeout here
2: going to be a loss of five on the keeper by Decker. Third down and nine for the Golden Bears. Marple Newtown does have all three timeouts that they elect to use them.
4: Looks like they're going to use it after this play. Upper Moreland's going to probably be content going into half. Only down 13-0. But Marple
2: Newtown did win the toss and elected to the first. They will begin the second half with the ball.
4: But don't, you know, if Upper Moreland is stopped here, Marple Newtown will start using their timeouts if they punt it away. So
2: Upper Moreland Burns, a timeout. Third down to nine, 123 remaining here in the second quarter. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
6: Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, Virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold. Or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
2: Welcome back, third down and nine 123 remaining Decker, shotgun formation Ball is spotted at the 11 Barr's going to be a fake swing pass and number 28 in his own end zone, nearly tackled would have been a safety, number 21 and Fallows is able to make the play tackle for a loss, Marple New Town's going to burn the timeout.
4: out and that's that Double screen, and they go to the backside to number 28. We saw that last year, and that really fooled Marple
2: Newtown, and that proved to be the difference in the game.
4: Yeah, Safir Barr almost breaks a tackle, or two tackles. He broke one in the end zone, and they're going to add some more time back on this clock here. But good job by this Marple Newtown defense to hold and force a pump by Upper Moreland.
2: 115 on the clock as Eric's our man along the sidelines appears that Marple Newtown's gonna have good field position.
5: Yeah. Um I mean they might go for the block here. I mean, we saw Tobin block one against Harrington. You got Cooper Moss. Those guys are just fierce on this uh, special teams here. So we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll get a block, but um if not, they should have the ball in Upper Moreland's territory if everything goes right here.
2: Scores from around the league. Right. Unionville on top, seven to nothing. Westchester East. It trails Unionville seven to nothing. Upper Dublin fourteen to seven over Strathaven. Academy Park eight. Radnor seven. Five minutes left in the half. So those are your scores around the league. Fourth down and eleven. A minute fourteen remaining here. In Crozier Keystone Stadium. Meal in the punt. This one away. Dulgarian and Christiana return for the Tigers, standing at their own forty-five yard line. High snap. Toman plows his way, but Dolgarian's returnable from the 39. He's still on his feet. He breaks the tackle, and he is going to be tripped up and be pushed out of bounds near the 20. Great starting field position for the Tigers.
4: What a risky play by Dolgarian. I thought he was going to fair catch it, but he, he receives it and does a great job, gets some blocks, goes outside. Amar Towns an excellent field position here with 101 and two timeouts to go.
2: It's going to be a 15-yard return. Ball is going to be spotted at the 22-yard line.
4: We give a shout out to Sam Snyder and back at home recovering. Mm-hmm. Miss him in the booth tonight. As well, as Greg Pecco down south doing his work. First down
2: and ten for the Tigers, eyeing that end zone. Paley's going to roll to his left. He's going to plant his feet and he's going to throw a strike ball. Still in the air, nearly intercepted. Good job by Cameron Mathis to break it up. Number 50 was in the vicinity and almost picked it off.
4: Nick York. Yeah, great, def- great uh, job by York defending that pass. But there was four Bear Golden Bears around there to intercept it, and Cameron Mathis always has a. An- always knows where the ball is, and he's turning around, finding it, and he bats it down. That's an excellent play by him to keep this drive alive for Marple Newtown. This
2: is not his primary sport either. He is a baseball player and will attend Villanova University next fall. 54 seconds remaining after an incomplete pass. Second down and 10 from the 22. Baaletti, pistol formation. It's going to be a read option. He goes to the weather. He's going to make a move, lower his shoulder, and be met around the 15-yard line. Marple Newtown calls the timeouts. Clock stopped at 44 seconds. We're going to step aside real quick. You are listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network. Searching for
1: a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com.
2: Weathers gained five on the carry. He's going to weave his way down to the 17. Good job by the sophomore running back. They have 44 seconds, one timeout remaining, Steve.
4: Yeah, they got plenty of time here to do some things. They're in field goal territory if they need to send out Filman or Civerdelli. Civerdelli um, Filman, their extra point specialist. We saw
2: him kick a field goal last week.
4: Yes, and uh, Civerdelli is their kickoff specialist. But
2: Civerdelli is warming up on the far side.
4: But, again, you, got, you do have one time and so far so good for this Upper Moreland Golden Bear secondary. Uh, they've been giving Pelletti and his receivers a lot of fits.
2: Third down and five for the Tigers.
4: And that's got to be the game plan. Have have Weathers beat you, not Peoletti.
2: Absolutely, as they have two safeties over at the top. Trick formation on the near side, though. Bulgarian in the slot. He's going to look that way, and he's going to throw, and it is caught right down the seam. Riley Philman.
4: The kicker right on on cue. We said the kicker might come in. We didn't know it would be for a touchdown catch. We thought it would be for a field goal, but this time Philman runs a slant pattern. And catches that in some traffic. Touchdown, Marlboro Newtown! What a strike by Pauletti! And just like that, Marlboro Newtown, nineteen to nothing. We'll see if they keep the offense on the field to go for two.
2: Philman goes sixteen yards. Pauletti's second touchdown of the day decides whether they're going to go for two or not. What's what's the mood along the sidelines? It has to be all smiles, Eric.
5: Yeah, I mean, to get a score right before half is amazing. And then they get the ball coming out of half. That was a great start. I mean, Paoletti hasn't really been throwing the ball that well this half. And just to see him right on cue, like Steve said, to film it was nice. But here, they had a burn timeout. There was a lot of confusion whether they were just going to go for one or whether they're going to go for two. So Coach Gicking just ran out, called a timeout. So you don't see this too often where they call a timeout before the extra point or the two-point conversion. So uh, this is what they're talking it over. Probably going to go for two.
2: And indeed they will, Eric. Coach Kicking decides to go for two, Steve.
4: Yeah, try to make it a three-possession game with touchdowns and extra points. Make a 21 nothing. We'll see what the play design is. I expect maybe a rollout to the right side.
2: Paoletti and the pistol. Two wide receivers on the far side. Christiana makes it trips now. He's going to roll that way. He's looking in the flat for Christiana, and he's going to throw it into the back of the end zone. Caught by Cameron Mattis, 21 to nothing. Marple Newtown. We're going to step aside as there's 39 seconds remaining until the half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain,
1: injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit DrTomGraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you.
0: Wow! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
2: Crozier Keystone Stadium is rocking as the Tigers are on top. 21 to nothing. And they kick it away for the Tigers. Is Civerdelli. Number four, bar. And number three, kitchen in to return. It is a high, booming kick. Returnable for Barr at the 4. It's so number 4 from the 4. He has a full head steam, and he is going to be tripped up and down at the 35. The Golden Bears will have 31.8 seconds until half.
4: That would have been devastating for Marple Newtown to let that up after a great shutout in the first half, 21 nothing. But Barr had to return last week, as we talked about, against Upper Dublin in the first quarter to tie it up 7-7. But right there, I couldn't see what... Tiger got a hand of his jersey, but slowed him up just a little bit for another Tiger to come in and clean him up.
2: So Decker comes out, first down and ten from the 35. They do have two timeouts remaining if they want to throw down the field. Decker under center. It's going to be a counter play to Barr, who's going to be slammed down, I believe, by number 68, Mike Miller. And he's going to be down
4: at the 44. Looks like they're going to let this clock run out, go into half. Down 21-0. Again, Marble will receive. Now they're going to stop it. They're going to give him a they first down. They say they
2: gave it a first down after they said it was nine, so they moved it so that the clock has to stop.
4: And then they're running it. And then they're going to stop it. They're going to put some more time on the clock.
2: So they're still talking about it. Eric, you're uh, still talking about the clock down there?
5: Yeah, just like what you guys said, uh, whether they're going to put, like, 15 more seconds on the clock or something. Um, So they're, they're deciding that. Here comes head referee. Yeah. Seven seconds back on the clock to make it 19 and a half.
2: I mean... To be honest, they are just trying to run out the clock till the half, though, Steve.
4: Yeah, I don't, but who knows? Anyway, uh, want we'll to do another shout to Mr. Greco from Thunderbird. Avid listener here, Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> Hooked up a nice chicken, cheesesteak, and fries today for lunch. That's a nice lunch.
2: First down and 10 from the 45. Play action. Decker's going to roll in the pocket. And he's going to call his own number and be met by Fallows near the first down marker. It's going to be at the 45, 4.7 seconds remaining. They have the first down, so they do
4: burn a timeout. Yeah, well, why not? You have four seconds. you got an opportunity to heave one into the end zone. We're going to step aside real quick. Marple Newtown
2: on top, 21 to nothing. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Zenith
1: Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Town Football Tigers,
2: Coach Gicking,
1: and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 359 8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610 359 8454.
2: Two straight first downs for the Golden Bears. having them in business on Marple Newtown's 45 yard line. Only four seconds remaining, though. Shotgun formation Four wide receivers. Most likely a Hail Mary pass. Instead, they go for a quick pass to number 28 in Mead. Excuse me, that's Barr. And he's gonna step out bound. That will do it at the 38 yard line. Seven yard completion. Marple Newtown takes a 21 to nothing lead into the half. We're gonna step aside for the halftime show. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. No!
0: The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good. Pain heals. Cheeks dig scars. Glory. Last forever.
2: That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your... Tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. will Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby.
0: John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot round?
6: Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes us around.
1: You're listening to Marple Newtown High School football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantema, and Jim Altman.
2: Welcome as it is halftime. Marple Newtown's down on the field. They're going to have to reset the clock. They're going to have three minutes to stretch. But Steve,
4: 21 nothing. all coach kicking squad. Yeah, it was a slow start for the defense of Marlowe and the offense. Two incomplete passes to start off at 3-and-out for the offense. But the defense gave up two first downs uh, early. And then uh, we talked about that Ben do not break mentality. They were able to stop Upper Moreland, got the ball a couple times. And just like that, up 21 nothing. They established a running game, a rushing touchdown by Weathers, and two touchdown passes, one to Dolgarian and one to the other junior, uh, number one Riley Fillman, and with... That just like that, as I said, 21 nothing. Marple Newtown, and Marple Newtown has been shutting down the running game of Upper Moreland.
2: That is correct. They have netted 77 yards in the first half. Time of possession, though, is in the favor of Upper Moreland. Recap Marple Newtown, Marlon Weathers, 20 yard run, fumbles at the one yard line. Smart play by Mathis to jump on top of it. Next play, Weathers goes into the end zone. One yard rush. Next possession. Eddy, swing pass to the outside to Dolgarian, who runs it in from 23 yards out. They miss the extra point, 13-0 on top. Tigers defense holds the Golden Bears in check. Filming from 16 yards on the slant pattern, and that's where we are. 21-0 in favor. Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. Eric, thoughts going into the second half?
5: You know... Just, just about the first half real quick, Cooper Moss continues to amaze me each week with these tackles for loss and just these plays in the backfield are amazing. Um, you know, really going into the second half, just got to continue to put the foot on the gas, play aggressive on defense like uh, Tobin and uh, Fallows even tonight, and Cooper Moss have been playing along with Mike Miller, but also continue to run the ball. Don't abandon the run. I know this offense is wide open. Anthony Paoletti loves to throw the ball. Coach Kick loves to call the plays to throw the ball. Just run the ball. Let's get Marlin some carries. But also, hey, why not throw Jack Fallows back there and get him involved? I'm sure uh, that would be a good formula to continue this lead for Marple Newtown.
2: But to his point, Steve, I'm pretty sure that Fallows is no longer going to be a part of the running game. It appears to be
4: the Marlin weather show in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, give it to the hot hand. uh, Jack hasn't been able to get that many opportunities, but with the way – Marlon Weathers runs the ball, how elusive he is. Um, right now he's a better option out there. But, uh, you know, they did put Fallis uh, on defense, D tackle He's been doing a good job holding his own, a new position for him, learning it this week. But we'll see what Mark comes out with on offense to open up this second half, Dave. Peel. Excuse
2: me. That's Tommy Peel. Shout out to him. As Meal is going to just boot it, and it's going to be returned from the 24,
4: number 80 was the one who caught it, Steve. That is Colin Ferry. Yeah, and that ball was fumbled. A beanie came down, but it bounced right back into his hand. So, very fortunate for Marple Newtown. Both teams clean on the turnover battle, 0-0. Zero to zero. Not many penalties, not many critical penalties, I should say. Uh, I would say a couple for each team. So the
2: intentional grounding, a few other plays like that, but nothing too bad. Ball spot on the 34, 11 for the first drive for the Tigers in the second half. Swing pass to the outside. Bulgarian reels it in. He's going to lose two tacklers still on his feet, and he's going to be down around the 48-yard line. Give him 14.
4: That's that swing pass they ran in the first quarter of the game, which they scored on to make it 13 nothing. And this time... Dol Gehring takes it towards the Tiger sideline to the left side of the field. Picks up a Tiger first down close to midfield. Great way to open up the second half.
2: Pack on an additional yard. Ball is spotted at the 49 of Marple Newtown. First down and 10. Second play of the second half. Pistol formation. Four wide receivers. Upper Moreland brings blitz. Fake the jet sweep. Goes to Morland Weathers. He has a running lane. And burst down the sideline. 51 yards for Morland Weathers. Wow.
4: Great jet action there. Throws off the defense. the jet dive back to the left side of the line. Behind his... Blockers and he goes the distance untouched. Marlon Weathers down the sideline crosses the goal line like a sprinter. That's a touchdown for Marble. Extend this lead 27 to nothing.
2: And with that rush, it appears that Marlon Weathers has eclipsed over a thousand yards running potentially. As in the kick, the extra point is filming. Out of the Carmen Christiana hole, the kick is up. The kick is good. Marple Newtown leads, twenty-eight to nothing. Eleven thirty-six here in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
6: Berman's Medical Supplies specializes in neurological supplies, including catheters. Berman's offers top-of-the-line products with discreet delivery. We deliver same day to local residences and guarantee overnight shipping to anyone living outside of our delivery area. Our patient-centered customer service has established Berman's as one of the region's premier providers of urological supplies. For the medical supplies you need, when you need them, call toll-free at 844-800-5777.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marshallnewtownfootball.com.
2: Weather's goes the distance, 51 yards. Now it's 112 yards rushing on this on the game that puts him over a thousand yards on the season. Cimperdelli in the boot, this one away it is a high kick returnable for Bar at the five. Barr gets a running start. He's going to try and bounce off three tacklers and be bottled up in and around the 17, excuse me, the 27 yard line.
4: Getting a little chippy out there. Got to walk away. If you're Marple Newtown with his 28 0 lead, but going back to that touchdown play, they go jet motion to Philman, hand it off back out of the pistol to Marlon Weathers. He goes behind that left side of the line. That's Luke Zimmerman. As well as Kevin Hahn, and he goes the distance. Marlboro Newtown touchdown, and that's a quick way to score to open up this half, and all the momentum is on the MN side.
2: And Eric was talking about the running game. Well, it's in full effect for the second straight week. Weathers well, rushed for 257. Now he has 112 here in the third quarter. First down and 10 for Decker. Begin this drive at 11:28 here in the third quarter. Trick formation. They fake the. The bubble screen, and Cooper Moss comes up for a sack and a strip. We're going to see who comes up with the strip. Marple Newtown recovers on another sack. That is Cooper Moss's ninth-and-a-half
4: sack of the season. looked like, looked like it was going to be a spot go. They faked the spot pass, and they try to go deep. And Marple Newtown's defenders let nothing behind. It's a great job by the cornerback, Conan and Mathis, and then... You you hold the ball that long after a pump fake and try to look downfield, you're going to be met it immediately. And this time it's by Cooper Moss. He gets a strip, strip sack fumble. It's the best play in football. Tigers get the ball back. Tobin recovered the
2: ball. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Ball spotted at the 20 with 11:20 here in the third quarter. Tigers in the end zone. They're looking that way. Paletti spins out. One defender. Still looking down the field. Short hops that intended for Riley filming down at the 5. He seems to be just throwing that weight the entire night, though.
4: Yeah, I mean, as I said, you to get a lot of credit to defensive backs of Upper Moreland. These Golden Bear defenders have been playing excellent. I know it's 20 nothing, but they haven't really left anything deep. And um, Paletti was just trying to find something, and he rolls out, and he's met immediately. And, but he's able to get the ball away. It just goes a little low on film and, film and probably should have had it there. But nonetheless, second down and ten for the Tigers.
2: Incomplete pass. Second down and ten from the 20. Paoletti, pistol. Puts Weathers in motion on the fake jet. It's going to go right up the gut to Fallows. And he is going to be met at the 15. Give five yards for the junior.
4: And there you go. That same play that Weathers just scored. they put Jack Fallows in. Give Martin Weathers a break. I'm sorry, Weathers is still in, in the well, f- a, on the field. the misdirection
2: to Weathers.
4: Yeah, and this time it goes to Fallows. Fallows picks up about five yards there, so great run there on second down by Fallows.
2: Checking into the game is Carmen Christiana, so most likely they're going to see a passing formation for Marple Newtown. And indeed it is. Four wide receivers spread, third down and five from the fifteen. Behind Pale Eddie is Weathers. Upper Moreland brings blitz. Great chip by Weathers. Incomplete pass along the sideline intended for the senior captain, Christiana.
4: Interesting decision here. You're in field goal range. Both your kickers are able to hit this one, but we'll see if Coach Chicken wants to go for it here on third, fourth down and five, right at about the 16-yard line.
2: We've seen field goals made from this distance. But you're still close to the end zone. You might as well. You got. Well, you, you just need five yards.
4: Well, you're taking some time, so they're going to have to hurry up, call the play, and get out of the huddle because they're going to have. They're not going to have much time here.
2: Fourth down and five from the 15.
4: Back judge puts up his hand. Five seconds to go in the play clock.
2: Paletti in the pistol gets the snap off in time, looks to his left, he's going to go that way, is reeled in by Carmen Christiana, and he has the first down, down at the three.
4: He runs that one route, what that is, it's a quick out, into the flat, and Carmen Christiana is there, open, beats the outside backer on the route, and Pele puts ball placement perfectly, first down Marple Newtown.
2: They're going to move the ball back a yard to the four, but first down, Tigers, 11 yards on the reception, tackled by Kitchen. First down and goal from the four. Ten minutes to go here in the third quarter. Tigers on top, 28 to nothing, eyeing up that end zone one more time. Paletti rolls to his right. He has an open Carmen Christiana, just unable to reel it in.
4: Paletti wants that one back. R- rolling to his right, feet aren't set. But that's what the play's intended for. And he had a when the guy's that wide open, it's almost harder than trying to throw it. Into coverage, and right there, Paoletti wants that one back. Incomplete pass for Paoletti. That was an easy six. It's going to bring up second down and four. On today, Weathers
2: has two rushing touchdowns, one from 51 yards out, one from one. Paoletti, two passing touchdowns, one to Dolgarian, one to Fillman. Second and goal from the four. Transformation to the far side. He's going to roll that way once again. Same play. And complete short hops it, intended for number eight.
4: Same play, quick, Christiana. A quick uh, speed out. a so one route as a defender, Kevin Hahn's going to have to come off his helmet uh, loose. And Sal Tartag is going to check back in, but again, some pressure in his face this time. It's short hopped, and it's going to bring up third down and four. Let's see if the Tigers go to the ground game or maybe go with a QB draw.
2: Timeout on the field by the official. Our head official is Bob Scott Scottina. Now they wind it. Clock halted at 9.45. Third down and goal from the four. Trip formation on the far side for Paoletti. Stands in the Pistol. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. He's going to be met in the backfield by two, now three, Golden Bears. Let's see if they elect to kick the chip shot field goal or go for the end zone.
4: That's called a slice play. you got your tackle and tight end blocking down. you got the guard kicking out, almost like a down down block. Um, And this time, or an X block, excuse me. And... They roll to one side, come back to the other side, and um, Uppermore wasn't fooled by that play and met immediately at the line of scrimmage. So they've been doing a good job holding their own here, trying to keep this score as close as possible. Loss
2: of three on the play as it is fourth down and goal from the seven. The Tigers are going to go for it. Paley in the pistol, trip formation on the far side. paley rolls to his right, and he's going to keep going that way. And he's in trouble. This heaves it to the end zone. It's going to be intercepted in the end zone, but I believe he's going to be marked down at
4: the one yard line. So That is a lot better for the Tigers. I know it's an interception, but you want him to be on that one instead of in the end zone for a touchback. It looks like they're going to mark him right on the one yard line.
2: Caleb Mead on the interception, but Steve, you look like you rolled to his right and wanted to go back to his left, but there
4: was already a defender there. Yeah, I mean, Uppermore bringing great pressure there. They've been doing an excellent job, again, all game long in the passing game, not giving Pelletti a comfortable a comfortable pocket. And once again, they rush into the right side on the rollout. Nothing doing. He throws it because it's fourth down. You know, Might as well just throw it in the air. And that ball is intercepted. Great job by Upper Moreland to hold Marple Newtown there inside the red zone.
2: Pell at his seventh interception of the year. Gives the Golden Bears the ball, but it's on the one-yard line as Decker's under center. 8.44 to begin this drive. It's going to be a keeper around the outside by Decker. Great fake by him to pick up the first down.
4: Excellent fake. He fakes it to his running back, number four there, Barr Jr., Sterling Barr, and he comes out around to the left side towards the Upper Moreland sideline and picks up a first down. So an excellent play call, excellent execution there by Upper Moreland.
2: It's going to be a 10-yard gain by the quarterback, giving some breathing room for the the Golden Bears offense. Decker under center, ball spotted on the 11. First down and 10. It's gonna be a pitch to bar. He's gonna be initially hit in the backfield by Miller. And then cleaning up the play was
4: Cooper Moss. By Miller rushing upfield there, not too much, but a couple about four yards upfield. He cuts that makes that play cut back inside. And a D tackle or linebackers are able to clean it up this time, it's Cooper Moss. So Town was beat on that play once, on that toss play, but they've tried to run it two more times and Mike Miller has done a great job containing it.
2: One yard on the pitch play. Spots the ball at the 12. Second down and nine as there's eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. Tigers on top, 28 to nothing. Golden Bears looking to get on the board. Trip formation on the near side. We've seen screen pass a couple times. Indeed it is. And it is dropped by number 12, Isaiah Nieves. If it was a backwards lateral, It would have been a touchdown from Marple Newtown, Steve, because
4: Dolgarian swooped it up. I don't know why the referees don't just blow that right away. They wait until someone's ready to go scoop it up to blow, and it causes confusion and it causes them to get hurt. But if that ball's incomplete, blow it dead right away. Don't hold on to your whistle. But Right there, incomplete pass. Looked like Miller almost got his hand on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, no, it was a clean throw. Just dropped and uh, bring up third down and nine for Upper Moreland's offense. From the twelve. Decker, under center, two wide receivers.
2: They had the eye, and then they split out their fullback. That's Kitchen now, two wide receivers on the near side. It's going to be a run up the gut by Barr. He's going to break it to the outside. What a run by him, and then dropping him is Carmen Christiana from the secondary, but not before a first down, and the ball spotted at the 30 for an 18-yard gain.
4: Nice run play right up the middle. Tigers not expecting it. Good play call. There by Upper Moreland's offensive coordinator. Good execution by the offensive line. Getting a body on a body. And Barr does the rest there. Shifts his way. Cuts back. And picks up an Upper Moreland. Much needed first down to get out of their own territory. The Bar run of
2: 18. Keeps this drive alive. Upper Moreland. First down and 10 from the 30. Decker. Shotgun. Three wide receivers. It's going to be... A handoff to number 14. He goes up the gut, keeps it himself, and then bounces it to the outside. Good job by him. They fake this tired team out. They're going to spot the ball down at to 32, two yards on the quarterback keeper.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure why they're not doing that more on that midline read having Decker either give it to Barr or keep it on his own and bounce it outside because they've been having a lot of success. I know only a couple yards there, but that's a first down run, and you'll take about three or four yards.
2: Player down on the field, we're going to step aside. Tigers on the, on top, 28 to nothing. 649 remaining here in the third quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
6: Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Century 21 Alliance agent Sandra McCulley has 15 years of real estate experience and is a lifelong resident of Delaware County. Sandra is a multi-million dollar producer and a Century 21 Quality Service Award agent Her three children are Strathaven graduates. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Call Sandra now to discuss your home buying or selling needs at 610-586-1300, extension 353. Wherever weights are racked, rackets are swung.
7: To move is to live. And wherever you find bodies in motion, you'll find people who've rebuilt their lives with the help of Rothman Institute.
0: Balls are pitched. Skates are laced.
7: More bones are paired, More joints replaced. Nobody in our region has done more for more bodies than Rothman.
0: Lawns are mowed. Swings are pushed.
7: So when you're ready to run again, ride again, move again, live again, think Rothman first. RothmanInstitute.com. If you're searching for a reliable heating
1: and air conditioning company, then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www. DzoMechanical.com.
2: Welcome back. Scores from around the league. Academy Park leading sixteen to seven. Great Valley over Glen Mills, thirteen to seven. And a Radner field goal puts it to sixteen to ten. Back to Cruiser Keystone Stadium. Second down and seven from the thirty-three. Handoff goes to Bar up the gut. He is going to be met by a few Tiger linebackers.
4: Hitting him first was Dolgarian. That's a very tough fought run there by Barr. He picks up an Upper Moreland first down. That's their third of the drive, and they're putting together a nice little drive there. Down 28 nothing. This game's far from over, but Upper Moreland, they want to get back in, and they're going to need a score here on this drive.
2: First down and 10 from the 40 yard of Golden Bears. Keeping this drive alive has been Barr. He's been used plentiful this drive. High formation. It's going to be sweep the bar. He's looking for that corner. Get to running lane. He's going to cut it up and go into Marple Newtown territory. Number 15 of Marple Newtown making the play.
4: That is Dylan Conan. And this time they go to the right side. There's a flag on the field, so that's going to come back for holding. But what happened was Miller couldn't get the edge defense. He probably got hold there, but the reason he didn't get seal the edge, and bar was able to get outside of him. Is that the call, Eric?
5: Yeah, it's going to be holding on Upper Moreland, and that's probably the fourth consecutive play that Mike Miller got held, but finally they, you know, uh, they called it there, finally, on Upper Moreland.
2: It's a big penalty because they go from Marble Newtown territory back to the 29.
4: Yeah, it was right at the line of scrimmage. That's going to move him back very far, as you said, to the 29 yard line. First and 21, Dave. First down and 21
2: from the 29. Shotgun formation for Decker, with trips on the far side. He's going to look that way and throw a quick little curl route. Number three was able to reel it in in Kitchen. Dylan Payne on the tackle. Excuse me, number 54, Tom Long.
4: Yeah, Tom Long comes up, makes the play immediately as Kitchen hauls in the pass. But second and 16, Auburn trying to chip away at this down and distance.
2: Five-yard completion. Puts the ball to 39. Decker had the ball, and it's going to be reeled in at the 41 by 18. Good job by Pirelli to catch that one.
4: Keeping this drive
2: alive is Decker's arm.
4: Decker gets it out, as you said, to Ronnie Pirelli. The junior wide receiver hauls in, tries to cut off field, but Dylan Ken has a good job. Nice form tackle and limits it to about an eight yard gain. Third down and eight for Upper Moreland.
2: Four minutes to go here in the third quarter. Tigers on top, 28 to nothing. Loose ball. The ball is bobbled by Decker. The ball is still loose. And Marple Newtown is going to jump on it. There's a giant pile. We're going to see where they mark it.
5: Eric, Marple Newtown ball. Yeah, we got Marple Newtown on the recovery. Referee signaled Marple ball as the sidelines erupt again. His second recovery of the evening is number nine, Kyle Tobin.
4: Yeah, Marple Newtown doing a great job. I mean, that play was caused by Upper Moreland shooting himself in the foot. But Decker, usually you just want your quarterback to fall on that, but he's a playmaker. You're down 28 nothing. you got to scoop it up. I know you want to say fall on it, but it's third down. You're going to have to punt it away probably. So I don't blame him for trying to pick it up in that instance. Just unfortunately didn't take a good hop for him, and Marple Newtown recovers it. This drive
2: will begin four oh two here in the third quarter. Ball spotted on the twenty-four. Their last possession started at the twenty, so great job by the defense setting up the offense. Philman goes in motion. It's gonna be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. He applies the stiff arm, stays on his feet, lowers his shoulder, takes out a golden bear, and be along the sidelines. They can't even tackle him, Steve. They push him out of bounds.
4: Tough, tough run. Looks like Leonard Fournette out there. He, again, the fake jet. Dive as Dave's laughing at me. They fake <laughs> the jet, come back with a dive, and he just lowers his shoulder and keeps picking up those yaks yards after contact. And uh, what a run by him. That was only an eight yard run, but seemed like a much better run than that. Great job there by Marlon Weathers to fight.
2: Excuse me, eight yard carry. Ball's going to be spotted on the 16. Keeper by Paoletti, up the gut. He lowers his shoulder and goes over a golden bear. He's down
4: at the six. Give him ten. That's that freight train, Tony Paoletti. This time fake the jet. Middle misdirection with him and Marlon Weathers, but it's a QB keeper right up the middle. They knew he was coming, and he doesn't care. He lowers the boom. First down and goal for the Tigers.
2: Ball is spotted at the 5. 3.30 to go here in Cruiser Keystone Stadium, located in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Marple Newtown entered as the three seed in the playoffs. Four wide receivers. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. They're not fooled, but he does a spin move, and he's going to be down in around the
4: three. Excellently, excellently defended there by Upper Moreland. That's... Cole Kitchen all over the field. Offense, defense, special teams to go along with Barr Jr., but Kitchen comes up, forces that inside, and Weathers has to cut up. Picks up about two yards there, but uh, great job by Upper Moreland.
2: Checking out the game is Dolgarian. In goes Tobin. They only give them two, so they're going to spot the ball down at the four. Second
4: and goal. They might be going to this hog package. you got Tobin and Miller, so extra lineman in.
2: But you do have one-on-one on the outside. It's going to go to the Weathers, and he is going to be in for his third score of the night.
4: Love the play design there. You put Miller on the right side. Extra lineman, unbalanced line. You bring Tobin in as a halfback, lined up right behind the tackle. They go that way. That's power all the way. They knew it was coming. And Marlboro Town's offensive line dominates that side of the line there as Weathers runs behind it, crosses the goal line. Tigers take a 34-0 lead pending the extra point.
2: About a minute, 30-second drive, ends with a four-yard touchdown run by Marlon Weathers. His third score of the night, the sophomore running back. In the kick, the extra point is Riley Film out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Clean snap, kick is up, the kick is Good. Tigers now lead 35 to nothing. 230 remaining here in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
6: Bermans Medical Supplies specializes in neurological supplies, including catheters. Bermans offers top in the line products with discreet delivery. We deliver same-day to local residences and guarantee overnight shipping to anyone living outside of our delivery area. Our patient-centered customer service has established Bermans as one of the region's premier providers of urological supplies. For the medical supplies you need, when you need them, call toll-free at 844-800-5777. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
2: Weathers four yards out gives the Tigers a 35 0 lead. Scores from around the league, Unionville and Westchester East, are tied at 7 in the third quarter. The winner of that will play Marple Newtown if they hold on to the lead next week here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. Civerdelli kicked this one. It is a high boomer. It's going to be returnable from the 6-yard line is Kitchen. He's going to lower his shoulder and try and bounce it to the outside, but Alden Mathis and Ferry are in on the tackle. Ball is going to be spotted at the 24-yard line for the Golden Bears offense.
4: And with a 35-0 35 nothing lead, that is it. That is an automatic running clock, so the clock will run, except on turnovers, on downs, and scores.
2: I feel like that's been a common theme all season. It's a good thing for coach kicking.
4: Yeah, without a doubt, I mean, this is great to come into this game and dominate. And you
2: have to think, in the back of your mind, we wanted this one from last year.
4: Yeah, I mean, that was one of the best football games I've seen to be a part of. And uh, it was a hard-fought game, won by Upper Moreland to get in the district final. But this time around, Marple Newtown is doing their thing, up 35 nothing.
2: Ball's at the 24. Timeout on the field by Upper Moreland. Tigers have a 35 nothing lead, 140 remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
6: Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Century 21 Alliance agent Sandra McCully has 15 years of real estate experience and is a lifelong resident of Delaware County. Sandra is a multi-million dollar producer and a Century 21 Quality Service Award agent. Or three children are Haven graduates. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Call Sandra now to discuss your home buying or selling needs at 610-586-1300, extension 353.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
2: Welcome back, Marble Newtown on top 35 to nothing. has been dominated, particularly on the ground by Marlon Weathers who ran for 257, two touchdowns last week has found the end zone three times in this postseason game Ball spotted on 24 first down and 10, a buck 40 remaining here in the third quarter Decker gets a snap, it's going to hand off up the gut and Meade
4: has nowhere to go Good job up front by the Tigers. A few other guys checking the game Alden Mathis, Nick DeCrecchio, Marone, Dan Payne, and some others. So, to see some other guys get some playing time tonight.
2: And some fresh legs.
4: Without a doubt. It's a a long postseason, and it's an extra week for the district finals if you were to make a run. So far, so good for Marple through almost three quarters 35 to nothing.
2: No gain on the carry. Second down and 10 for Decker. I formation, two wide receivers on the far side. It's going to be a pitch the bar, and Tobin's able to wrap him up and throw him down for another tackle for loss.
4: Kyle Tobin playing defensive end on the right side of the defense and just swallows up the running back there. Nothing doing. Third down and 14 as this clock is running down, and we'll see if Bob Moore is able to get one more playoff.
2: Also four on the play, third down and 14. Eric, it's been all over the field.
5: Oh, yeah, I mean, this defense, this defense has been superb. The combination of Tobin and Moss, the combination of Tobin and Moss has just been incredible.
2: Decker's going to roll to his right. Pressured by Tobin. It's going to be caught by Barr at the 30. And he's going to be thrown down, excuse me, at the 20. And he's going to be thrown down at the 25 by number 57 of the Tigers, AJ Kachakatas. And that will do it here in the third quarter, Steve, as we head to the fourth. Tigers lead 35 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
0: Wherever weights are racked. Rackets are swung.
7: To move is to live. And wherever you find bodies in motion, you'll find people who've rebuilt their lives with the help of Rothman Institute.
0: Balls are pitched, skates are laced,
7: more bones repaired, more joints replaced. Nobody in our region has done more for more bodies than Rothman.
0: Lawns are mowed, swings are pushed.
7: So when you're ready to run again, ride again, move again, live again, think Rothman first. Rothmaninstitute.com
6: High school playoff football is almost here. HavenFootball.net will be bringing you all the playoff excitement by broadcasting one playoff game each week right up to the District 1 Championships. Playoffs start November 4th. Don't miss one minute of all the excitement and thrills of playoff football. Go to HavenFootball.net for dates and times of each broadcast. Our broadcasts will be available live and on our archives. HavenFootball.net. High school football never sounded so good.
2: Marple Newtown's defense is pitching a shutout. We're going to bring in Larry O'Connor. Larry. Yeah, start of the fourth quarter here, Dave. Marple Newtown up 35 nothing. Got a running clock. Uh, Upper
3: Moreland faces a 4th and 14 from their own 27-yard line, it looks like. So uh, they're going to punt it away, and then Marple Newtown's going to get the ball right back.
2: So Marple Newtown. Alva meal punt. It's a booming kick. It's gonna take a golden bear bounce and continues to roll into Marple Newtown territory. Ball's gonna be spotted at the twenty-nine, no return. Tigers take over eleven forty-four here in the fourth quarter.
4: Marble Newtown trying to extend this lead. Most importantly trying to milk this clock, run it out. And go into next week, awaiting their opponent either Unionville or Westchester East. Marple Newtown hasn't seen a team like Unionville since 2006, their first home playoff game ever, their first playoff appearance ever where Marple Newtown was 21-19. to And they don't play East uh, very often, if ever, but they do see them in the offseason. When's Marple Newtown
2: last won a
4: home game, Steve? Home playoff game? Yes. Uh, never. They're only 2 of all, all time in home playoff games.
2: First down and 10 for the Tigers. Play action. Paoletti's going to roll in the pocket. Step up. And heave it intended for Mattis, who is tackled. But I want to say he
4: probably was uncatchable as Barr was in on the coverage. Yeah, it was good coverage there. Uh, incomplete. Uh, gonna bring up second down and 10. Ball's on the 29. The clock is
2: running. He tried to hit the home run.
4: And that clock will continue to run since it is, even though it's an incomplete pass, the 35 nothing rule with a running clock. But Upper Moreland, you got to give them credit for a, a great season. Just getting into the playoffs, as a 14 seed, but they gave Marbury Town a lot of fits early in this game, and they're still giving them fits in the passing game. This Marbury Town team has a great aerial attack, but Upper Dublin's keeping them in check.
2: Second down and 10.
4: Goes to Weathers, who's met at the line of
2: scrimmage and lunges forward for a gain of two. balls can going to be spotted at the 31.
4: So another good defensive play there by Upper Moreland. Stopping Weathers for a short gain, third and eight. A little over ten to go in the ball game.
2: Checking into the game is a plethora of wide receivers. Most notably Dolgarian and Mathis. Checking out is Filman and Fallos. Third down in eight after the two-yard rush by Weathers. They come out. Two wide receivers on the near side. Two on the far side. They make it Twins. Pale Pistol. Now makes it Trips on the near side. He's going to look to his right. It's going to be a screen pass to Mathis. He has running room. He's going to break it down the far sideline. He's past the 50. Applies a stiff arm. What a stiff arm and hurdle into Upper
4: Moreland Territory. That was a incredible stiff arm and hurdle, as you said, Dave. Well, if you're the baseball coach, you're like, save that right arm. <laughs> but uh, ex- excellent executed sh- uh, hammer screen there through the receiver. Loops back inside. You have some receivers and linemen. Uh, Lee blocking there, creating a wall there. And cameraman has a good job hauling it in, crossing field and picking up. Another Tiger first down here to keep this drive alive. It's exactly nine minutes to go, Dave.
2: 27 yards on the screen pass. Puts the ball in the upper Moorland territory on the 43. First down for the Tigers. Trip for formation on the near side. Tigers on top, 35 to nothing. It's going to hand off to Fallows up the gut. He's going to be
4: marked down at the 40. Fallows gets the ball, but it's stopped immediately by number 89, Timothy Khalil, the 6'5", 374 freshman defensive lineman. So
2: Marple Newtown knows who they'll play next week. Westchester East 1, 10-7 on a game-winning field goal. Two-yard carry for Fallows. Puts the ball at the 40. Second down and 8. Math is in the game. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows as Paoletti has officially checked out of the game. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. As you're starting to get scrappy, Steve, you saw a lot of extra activities behind it. There is a player down on the field. We'll step aside. 7.51 remaining here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. <laughs>
6: Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times.
1: If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over fifteen years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610 356 2300, or visit DrTomGraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you.
2: Welcome back. As Marple Newtown has officially found out who they will play next week, 10-7 to 7 upset they will host against Westchester
4: East. Westchester East, it's a team they face every year in a 7-on-7 or 11-on-11 matchup in the summertime, coached by Dave Guerrera a couple years over there. Built that program up pretty nicely, but that's a lower seat beating a higher seat there. So,
2: Math is in the game. Third down and 10 to hand handoff to Fallows. Full head of steam. They're going to mark him down at the 38.
4: Good hard run. Goes for four for the junior running back. Interesting spot on the field. We'll see what Marple Newtown decides to do here.
2: It is a running clock. Coach Gaking did elect to punt earlier and try and pin them. Filman did pin the ball down, I believe, at the 11-yard line earlier in the ball game. Or he might just let the clock run and burn a timeout. That's what
4: they're going to do: burn a timeout here, or, or or get a penalty and let give Filman some more room to punt it away. They
2: did that on their first possession of the night. Eric along the sidelines thoughts of the game.
5: Just a you know, just a nice nice victory going to be for Marple. Defense, what a great effort by Cooper Moss, Kyle Tobin, um, and all and company. Mike Miller, again, was a force. I mean, they just really, I was actually surprised with Upper Moreland. I thought they'd have a little bit of a better effort. Their offense was kind of stagnant for most of the game. Their run game, there was a, in spurts, they were good, but I'm really proud of this defense for Marple. They really uh, played really well. And, and the run game, without Luke wiki, blocking for them was, was terrific.
2: A current Green Moore, this will be Marple Newtown's First home playoff game in school history, correct, Steve?
4: Home playoff win, yep, yeah, in school history. They'll be 1-2 at home all time. And this will move the record to 10-1 on the year. That'll match the most wins in program history, tied with that 77 team. The punt is punted by Mathis.
2: And what a good job by Mathis. It's going to roll out of bounds at the 8. There is a flag down on the far sideline, though. So we'll see what the flag is down on the field, see if we can sort this out. But what a good job. That's the backup punter, Steve, and Nathis, who was able to pin him within the 10. Yeah, it's an excellent punt. So we're going to see if Coach Beach elects to re-punt it. I would assume he would after the good boot by the sophomore. So they're gonna re-kick, I
3: believe.
2: Steve, any thoughts uh, going into next week? What a big win, ten and one.
4: Um, no, I mean, uh, Westchester Street's a tough team. They're in a tough Chestmont league. They play Henderson Rustin School, so they're gonna be a very, very tough battle next week. Very well coached by Coach uh, Dave Guerrero.
2: Fourth down and 17. Mathis boots it and is going to take a bounce. It's a running start by Beach from the 19. He is down the sidelines. One man to beat. And he is going to be tackled by Joey Keffer, I believe, along the sidelines to save the touchdown. It's a good job by him as Beaters racing down the sidelines. They do not want to be shut out in this game.
4: No, not at all. They're going to keep on playing. It's 5.49. It might be a running clock, but they're going to try to get some points on the board. First down
2: and 10. Ball is spotted at Marple Newtown's 30. This drive begins with 5.40 on the clock. Decker comes out. Under center eye formation. Barr is the tailback. And indeed it goes to bar on the pitch. And tackling along the edge
4: was number 80 of the Tigers, Colin Ferry. Good job by Colin Ferry come up make a nice tackle there on Barr. It's going to be a three-yard pickup for Barr, who's had a very nice game tonight. Some new Tigers in the game, Dan Kelly, Jimmy Garrity. And others, it's like Breslin. Bye-bye,
2: bye-bye. Second down and seven, it goes to Bar. He's going to lower his shoulder and be head out of bounds in around the 22. Good job by him. It's going to bring up third down and two.
3: There's nothing
4: you can say about that, Steve. Yep, and that's a nice run out to the outside, but even better job by Marpa Newtown to stop him short. He goes out of bounds, but again, the running clock will continue to run. Upper Moore trying to convert here on third down. Third down in short. It's going to go to Meade around the
2: outside and be dragged down by, I believe
4: Ferry threw him down, but he was able to stay on his feet. Yeah, it was a nice run there by Meade. He never hit um Hit his knee, so he rolled on Ferry, stayed up, and picked up the first down. Nice run there by Meade.
2: It's going to be a gain of five. They put the ball at the 17-yard line. 3.45 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Golden Bears approaching that end zone. Bar to tail back in the high formation. It's going to go that way. He's going to bounce off one tackler and be down in around the 10. He is running for that end zone. He will not be denied here in the fourth quarter. As the clock continues to tick down, Eric's our man along the sidelines. As they approach that red zone, second down and three. It's gonna go right back to bar up the gut. He's gonna be met at the line of scrimmage
4: by number fifty-five of the Tiger Sal Tartaglia. Yeah, the sophomore Sal Tartaglia comes in and makes a play. It's gonna be a first down. Clock stops initially, but then continues to run. Two forty and counting here in the ball game. Marper Newtown with a thirty-five point lead. Trying to hold this shut up. I'm up or more than He's trying to get in for the first time tonight.
2: First down and goal from the 9. It's going to go to Barr up the gut. And he is going to be met in around the 4. Good job by Barr running behind his blockers.
4: Newtown with this win. Again, we'll go to 10-1 on the year. Give Coach Gicking his 24th victory in his career. And will move him to 2-1. and one playoff record. That one loss coming to Upper Moreland last year. Two playoff wins for Coach Gicking.
2: To hand off the bar around the
4: outside and he gives Upper Moreland six. Upper Moreland gets it in for the first time tonight. Good running by Barr. 35-6 to pending the extra point by Upper Moreland.
2: So Barr finds the end zone from four yards out. Kitchen is going to be holding a meal extra point. High snap. Marple Newtown almost blocks it, but the kick is good. 35-7, to a buck 50 remaining here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
1: Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454.
2: Barr runs it in from four yards out to get Upper Moreland on the board. Scoring recap Marple Newtown has three rushing touchdowns provided by their number five sophomore running back, Marlon Weathers. Two through the air from Pale Eddy. One to Fillman and another to Dolgarian. Gives them 35 points. Meal is potentially going to set up for an onside kick. And instead he just boots it down the field and it's going to be returned. And just ran out of bounds by Matthews, smart decision by him. First down and 10 for the Tigers at the 10-yard line.
4: Yeah, he just picks up and steps out of bounds. No need to risk an injury there. But one forty-eight to go. Mark Newtown has to run the ball a few times. And if Upper Warner doesn't stop the clock with any timeouts, Mark Newtown will be on their way to play Westchester East next week. They will host Westchester East. And uh, it should be another great matchup, just like tonight. Inside Crozier-Keystone Stadium as well, Steve. So it will be their second straight home game. Yep, and that's it's uh, a good feeling to have. Host a couple home playoff games.
2: Tigers come out. Mathis in the pistol. First down and ten from the ten. It's going to be a handoff to Jealous, who bounces it to the outside, lowers his shoulder, and he is going to be knocked out of uh, knocked down at about the 15. Good hard run by Jealous. Yeah, nice
4: run there by him. Bounces to the outside, gets a nice block by his receiver Marone, and uh, six yard gain there. As we're under a minute here. Doesn't look like Auburn is going to stop the clock, and Marple Newtown. Has to run one more play here, and then they will be into round two of the PIAA 5A playoffs.
2: Second down and four. It's going to go right back to Jealous, who bounces it to the outside. Playa, stiff arm, and he's going to have a Tiger first down. Two carries for Jealous, goes for over ten yards. 26 seconds remaining. The clock's going to be wind, And that is going to do it. Marple Newtown wins their first ever home playoff game by a final score of 35-7. to 7. Paoletti tosses for two touchdowns. Weathers finishes it off with three himself on the
4: ground. Yeah, Marple Newtown... Again, a little slow to start for not too long, but they fixed it quick, 35-7. to 7. They did a great job, and uh, you know what? Can't wait for next week against Westchester. Chester Eats. Let's keep this thing going. Quarterfinal game for Marple Newtown Tigers. This is huge for the community. Hats off to Upper Moyer on a great season, uh, coached by their head coach, Adam Beach, and uh, I'm sure they'll be back in this position next year. And, uh, you know, congrats to all those players, all those seniors. Decker, I know one of them. And, uh, hey, let's get ready for some more football next week, Dave.
5: Eric, final thoughts? You know, I just wanted to say it goes to show a lot about both of these programs. They faced each other last year in the District 1 finals, They faced each other again this year, two very well-coached teams. But this year, Marple Newtown got the revenge from last year. And it was nice to see Marple Newtown's first home win. In the playoffs, and uh, what a great effort by the defense. Paoletti was sharp. Uh, receivers were good, Mathis and Dolgarian, But to me, Cooper Moss leading the way on defense was just outstanding tonight. Hopefully we get that same energy next week versus Westchester East.
2: The Tigers were clicking on all cylinders tonight. Putting up 35 points, allowing a late touchdown. Great job all the way around. Next week, the Marple Newtown Tigers will host the quarterfinal round of the PIAA District 1 playoffs inside Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. The Tigers' opponent will be Westchester East. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers radio network and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com starting at 6.30. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts at MarpleNewTownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics. And on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePantema. Engineer Larry O'Connor. Co-executive producer Greg Pecco. Head football coach, dean of students and athletic director Chris Gicking. Spider-Naboof, Josh Starr. Social media tonight, courtesy of Bob Herpin. Statistician, Eric Kelling. Legal services brought up by Phil Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. And executive producer, Jim Allsman. I'm Dave Pasco for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on more We'll see you next week for round
0: two. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network exclusively on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen & Associates Law Firm, Barnabys of Hattertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Bryn Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network Appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!